Turn on the flash, you fucking moron. Ah! Don't hit me! Don't run over me! Welcome to Screen Share, a movie podcast about going real fast and dragging a safe through the streets of Rio de Janeiro. Now I'm saying this with the knowledge. I'm Calder Amos Wood. I'm saying my name's Adam Cook. I'm saying this with the knowledge that this might stay in. You really want that to be the intro of this episode of the pod? Why is that bad? Cause you you did a weird bad version of our intro, and then like. A very low volume. Said, it's high volume on there, brother. Hey, everybody! It's good. To, it's good to talk to you. Adam and I have been fighting today. It's true. Like he's, physically, mostly. Well, yeah, and he's been trying to do something to me that I request he doesn't. I'll leave it at that. I guess. Can you please elaborate? <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, you've seen this movie before, Fast and Furious number five, Fast Five. Fast Five. So, fun fact, I think I had seen the movie before, but I forgot almost every aspect. And of how it. could you do that? It's one of the most iconic movies of um, the 2010s. Well, like, I remembered some things. Like, I remembered, um, like, them finding the microchip in the car. Okay. Uh, I remembered The Rock choosing... A rookie as his like, yeah. right hand person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 I remembered and honestly, I barely and, even remembered them pulling the safe. I don't even like when I was watching that. I was like, I was shocked. So, when like, was I, the last time you watched it? When we were living together. I must have been, like, very passively watching. Actually, no, I think the last time I watched it was the same time I saw John Wick on a red box. Oh, so that was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, well, came out in 2011. So I yes. probably saw it in, like, 2012, honestly. There you go. <laughs> 2013. Uh, so, Fast Five. That can't be true, because John Wick came out in, what, 2015? I don't know, man. None of this matters. Fast Five. The fifth Fast and Furious movie... They've got 10 coming out pretty soon in May, I think. Like they've got 10 more coming in? No, number 10, Fast X. They should just drop 10 new movies at once. They will. <laughs> they will. They will. That's that's what they do. Uh, what did you think before I get into my information about the movie? Um. Oh, he's pulling up his notes. He did tell me he wrote a critical dissertation about the film. It's an exciting action film, but ultimately I find myself paying more attention to the goofiness of it rather than the coolness of it. That's what you wrote? That that was what I wrote for my overall thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and is so, that bad? I think it's I think it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I think it's like really, really good. That's where you're wrong, man. <laughs> Here we are. Here's this the thing, though. Good. You've shown me the first Fast and Furious movie, and I thought it was quite. I thought it was great. And I think I don't think this is bad either. I just think that there's like, 
like they like they Paul Walker's on a train and is jumping to Vin Diesel's car and Mm -hmm. then they do it at the last millisecond and then they drive off a cliff and fall 500 kilometers into a river mm-hmm. they are dead they are dead no they aren't water man oh yeah and they do the stupid thing where they like jump off of the car as it's falling to slow their fall no it's not to slow their fall so they don't land on the fucking car and die that's not how i saw it but you know we can agree to disagree this guy's never jumped off a car going into a ravine sorry to get aggressive right out of the gate let me tell you this is the best Fast and Furious movie, easily. It's one of the best action movies of the 2010s. I think behind maybe Fury Road. I will. I should say this. Something that I, f- didn't, I had forgotten was in the movie that I really liked was how much of it is literally just a heist movie. Yeah. Where it's like getting the gang together and then like doing the plan. And all the stunts, all the crashes are practical, essentially, except for like them falling... 200 feet into the river how much of the safe is real they they it's real they did that they did all of that all of the stuff with the yes, safe they did all of that here's why i'm having trouble believing you i wrote down in my notes it is just sliding across the road like ice leaving no damage well because the what they did when they um were they doing it, and this is in my research there was like a plastic, hard plastic, like um, not plexiglass, but like a hard plastic bottom, so it would slide. Okay. If it was just like metal, it wouldn't slide. And then I think they added the sparks in after, or like added something so that it would spark. Well, like there were also barely any sparks for. Like there were some scenes where it would just be a wide shot of them driving down, because it 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 kind of works fine when it's like close ups and like shaky cam and stuff but like sometimes they just do a still so let's get it I'll, wait 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 i gotta finish this point sometimes they do a the, still above like almost bird's eye view shot and it looks like it's just sliding across the road like so let me tell you what a zamboni on ice so there was one safe that had plastic on the bottom so they could pull it okay there was one safe that was built around the front end of like a car of a truck so they could drive it through the streets that's gonna and then there was another safe that was a facade on the front of a semi-truck so they could, like, get close-ups and stuff with it. Okay. Uh, and the guy... So they they had to have someone driving it when there was the... They used the one where it was basically just around a car. And that guy had to wear, like, a heat-protecting suit because it would get very hot in there. And he had yeah. to wear, have, like, an oxygen tank because... Well, yeah, it's just it completely sealed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... They didn't drag a six-ton safe through the streets oh, of yeah, Rio, yeah. but they did all of that. Yeah. Even when it's, like, rolling and yeah. destroying cars. And even, like, when they destroyed the bank, they rolled yeah. it through that fucking bank. Yeah. And they were actually, like, those people in the bank are I, actually in the bank. I need to do a bit of a clarification here. I've not said this movie is bad. I, I don't know. think it's bad at all. I'm just telling you about the safe. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I know. So, I didn't realize how much of it was real. Uh-huh. And I think that adds to it, but like even not knowing all of it was real, like it's a very exciting and impressive action sequence yeah. that I really enjoy. Uh it's just a lot of the movies goofy. Yeah. 
that's the charm. Like, I think this movie synthesizes what's good about the Fast and Furious. This is the peak. After this, they kind of go <coughs> space. No, like they kind of get a little goofier. Like yeah. Fast Six is a bit of like a transition movie, like a bridge movie. Fast Seven. I think I've actually seen Fast Six. That's the one where Hobbs joins the crew, right? That's the one with Jason Statham in it, and they're in London. Yeah, I think I've and seen Helen that Mirren's one. Too. Okay, where um, at the I think at the end of that, Hobbs joins the family. Uh, maybe it, there's a scene where he walks in and makes a joke about he makes a joke to Tyrese I just know that does Gal Gadot die in that one I think so and there's a big in. cargo plane scene. yeah yeah okay yeah. Uh, fast seven they start doing like a lot of the sort of over the top CGI stunt mm. stuff like they jump the car between the Burj Khalifa or whatever Uh, and then eight and nine it kind of is even back. more of that. Oh, no, okay. it's even more of that like CGI garbage stuff. Okay. Where like in 9 there's there's like using magnets to pull cars through buildings. Well, also in 9 like, they do go to space. Yeah, and they do go like That's not very important to the movie though. I know. And like it is a little bit misleading. Like it's not like it's not like they're in space a lot. It's just like Tyrese and Ludacris are in a car for like Five and minutes. they just like enter the atmosphere yeah. for a bit. It's not like Tom Cruise literally going into like suborbit. Yeah, I think that was mostly because like people were like, "Well, they could do the next one, go to space," and they were like, "What if we kind of like did that?" So I think it's kind of funny. But... Uh, but this is like the perfect synthesis because I think the team composition in this one is also very good. Like I love the team in this oh, movie. Yeah. The only main person missing from the team Letty. is Letty. Yeah, because she. She crashed, and we think she's dead. Nobody but if you watch the post-credit either, yeah. scene... Did you watch the post-credit scene? Here's the thing. I, like... It went, like, I... On... Where was it? Netflix? I, like, went back, because the credits came up, and I was like... I went back. And I was like, oh, shoot, there was probably a post-credit scene. And then I went and it had already been like play from the beginning and i was like oh, i don't want to like have to fast well basically forward. it just says that letty's still alive okay well and that sets up fast number six but let's get into a bit more about the about the movie about the making of the film justin lynn is the director justin and he's lynn. directed the most fast and furious movies he did four five six and nine and tokyo drift okay. and he kind of with tokyo drift like reinvigorated the franchise because that movie wasn't supposed to be very good because they didn't really spend that much money on it and then it it's like it's not the best one but it's like something and he does a really good job with that movie yeah um but in general i think justin lynn's a good director that hasn't had a lot of chances outside of fast and furious uh he was supposed to direct 10 as well but i think you i sent this to you where like there's the video of Vin Diesel and him a week before he quits yeah. for creative differences. And Vin it's Diesel's so like, ah, weird. look at Justin Lin, my family. We're going to talk about the ideology of Fast and Furious. And Justin Lin like, looks like he wants to be dead. Yeah. But he's got two. His first and second movie, I think, are pretty good. Shopping for Fangs, which is kind of a weird movie. Um, and Better Luck Tomorrow, which is where Han, that character, is from. And I think that's a pretty good movie. Han Solo. 
Han Solo. Did you pick uh, that? Pick pick up on well, that? Well, yeah, I, I've, I've just known that. <laughs> you picked up on thing. that one. <laughs> it's not that I picked up on it. You it's picked just up that on I it. I knew about it. But you could have picked up on it if I had. If I was watching and hadn't known it, I might have picked up on it. Uh, and he also did Star Trek Beyond, which I think mm. was the third in the Chris yeah. Pine Star Treks. And I think I saw that in theaters for some reason. I remember there being dirt bikes on one of the alien planets or something. Weird. Uh, and he's kind of made the best ones. Like, Seven was James Wan. I think Seven's good emotionally, but I, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's getting to that point where there's too many people in the movies for it to, like, be have any emotion really yeah um i think five is like literally the apex this is the peak of fast and furious this is the climax because even in 10 like brie larson alan richson jay i think that's his name the guy that plays reacher big reacher no idea. um john jason cena. momoa john cena helen mirren vanessa it does feel kirby kind of weird that like it feels like each movie is like and the new celebrity in the franchise is this one. And they're like the villain. And then in the next movie, they're a part of the gang. Yeah. And they've just done that like four times. Like they did it with The Rock. Or well, I guess technically first they did it with Paul Walker. Yeah, I and guess. And they did it with The Rock. They did it with John Cena. They're probably going to do it with Jason Momoa. Yeah. They did it with well, Lenny no, a little bit. Well, this is bit. supposed to be. So the, the Fast 10. It's supposed to be the last one. Apparently. They, oh, he's going goblin. They've said this about seven different times. Before every single one of the movies, they said that it's the last one. The goblin boys appeared. Are you if angry? It, if it makes hundreds of millions of dollars, they're making another one. And it will make that money. Now, Jason Momoa. And this Fast 10 costs $350 million. Of apparently. course. Production budget. Ridiculous. Um, Jason Momoa is a character that was in this movie allegedly like that that's their what's it called oh, yeah when they i go saw back? the trailer yeah. i saw the trailer Where he's one of the guys that was in 10. the car that got hit off by the safe hit off the bridge by the safe he's like one of the henchmen or something okay because i saw the trailer for fast 10 and the only thing that i remember from it is a shot of Jason Momoa standing in the rubble of the safe being pulled out of the bank. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I saw this and I was like, no, he was not there. And they did this with just or Jason Statham too, where yeah. they're like, Jason's... Jason Statham? Sorry, I just... Jason Statham. Ah. Are you okay? Yeah, it's like... What happened? <clears throat> I guess this is what it feels like to get sprayed by a skunk. Because I think someone just you, shit their fucking pants in this room. I don't know what you're talking about, but have you ever been have you ever been sprayed by a skunk? Does this count? Oh, my no, no, I don't think so. Oh. You okay, buddy? Oh, you want to take a break? You want to cut? Oh, God. Here, take take a drink. Take a drink, pal. What were you saying about Jason Statham? Oh, like he joined the crew as well, kind of. So they rewrote it so that he killed Han in Tokyo Drift. Jason Statham. And I'm going full spoilers on Fast and Furious. Sure. Because I, mean, I don't think we'll do another one um, for a while. Like maybe the first one. I was one. thinking of maybe throwing Tokyo Drift in somewhere just because that's a different one. Yeah. Um, we'll but they, like, what's it called when they go back and, like, 
Re- flashback. Oh, a retcon. A retcon. They retconned it so Jason Statham killed Han in Tokyo Drift. Um, when like in that, initially in that he's just like in a car crash. Yeah. But they were like, no, he was intentionally killed Han with a bomb or something, right? Yeah. It's like a bomb under his car. No, it's a car. It's just a car crash. I think. Oh, yeah. But he like plans it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So it's kind of the same thing with this Jason Momoa character. And then they retconned it later so that Han's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they kind of just do whatever they want. and It's honestly I, a little bit admirable that they're just like, we want to do this. We'll figure out a way to do it. I don't like it. Well, like, I also don't like it. Yeah. But there is something to be said for them just literally doing whatever they want. Yeah. But it's also like, that's that's what I mean by like the franchise is goofy is there's just, like, so many moments where it's, like, okay. I mean, I guess I'll go along with it. But, like, you know so mean? here's the difference that I see. In this movie, they're normal people who do, like, one crazy thing. Yeah. Which is the safe pull. Yeah. Other than that, like, you can kind of do all the shit that they did in this movie. In the next, like, f- four, they just gradually become superheroes. And they yeah. just do whatever the fuck... They well, want. yeah, even in this one, Dominic Toretto is a superhero, and they yeah. even give him, like, a superhero entrance. We're like, this is the fifth one in the franchise, mm-hmm. and they treat his first, like, entrance into the movie as, like, some, ooh, mysterious. Well, it's for, you first see him on the prison bus. Well, yeah, you see him on the prison bus, and then all of a sudden, like... That's a fucking great stunt. When he pulls up... uh. What's the other guy's name? Shane? Yeah, something like that. When he pulls up in like his ca- his charger, his mm-hmm. black charger, he's like, and ah. Shane's there. And Shane's like, oh man, or something like that. Yeah. They don't show his face. You just see the silhouette of his bald ass head. And you see that car. And you see that car. But they like treat it, treat it so mysteriously. And then when he eventually shows up on the train heist... They, like, do some dramatic music swell when his silhouette yeah. comes out of the shadows. It's like... He's the we, guy. We know... Him. Yeah, but we know he's here. But he's the guy. But he, he is front... Like, when this movie came out in theaters, he was front and center He's the, on the guy. Poster. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but this, this is... Actually, he's this, the hero. This is the best example of this. It's like if in... Avengers Infinity War, they did some like 10 minute build up to Iron Man showing up. What's like, no, he's infin- been here in Infinity War. How does it start? In Infinity War, they do that for Captain America. Well, yeah, but he'd like been gone for a while. What do they do for Iron Man in Infinity War? He just kind of shows up. No, he literally just shows up at like the Doctor Strange's place. He just shows up. Well, there you go. And that's, that's why what I'm saying. that's why people don't care about him though. That's why <laughs> yes, his franchise is dead. Iron Man. That's why his franchise is yes, dead. That's why his franchise is dead. But like you know what I mean though. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I I'm do. not trying to attack the film. I just found it very silly that they're like like it just seemed like a Vin Diesel thing. Yeah. Where Vin's like you know, we should make it so that they, you know, when I appear on screen it's like this big dramatic thing and they're like Vin, you've been in all of the movies. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, but like this would be a big entrance. And it's like, okay, Vin, whatever you want. So, uh, <laughs> let me tell you a little information about why Justin Lin left Fast 10. Okay. From what I, we've got. I don't really know other it than It said creative differences. Sure. That was the sort of like 
the sort of business reason. Which could mean anything. But allegedly, uh, Vin, le- or not Vin, Lynn left because uh, Vin Diesel kind of sucked. He allegedly arrived out of shape late and didn't know his lines. Not surprised. Because, you know, I but like I get it because he's like a movie star and he's like doing Groot and Groot's hard to like get, you know? Groot's a hard one to like figure out. You do your best uh, uh, Groot impression. Like uh, what age? Uh, you choose. I am Groot. I am Groot. So, but here's the thing: I could argue you could be just as good, if not a better Groot. It's so hard to learn those lines, though. <laughs> yeah, well, he does at one point say, "We are Groot." So that I don't even like... I didn't even remember that, man. How am I supposed to remember that? And actually, I don't know if people know this, but like Baby Groot, when he's like dancing at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. For like the entire opening credit sequence, that was mo capped. Oh yeah, like, that was like performance capture on Th- Vin that's Diesel. Vin, those are Vin's moves. Oh yeah, but he was dancing to his songs like in his earbuds. That's why. Yeah, his own songs. Yeah, so the, the songs that he, he was made, like yeah. James, pick a song that works with, um, whatever one of his songs is called. Yeah, J- and James Gunn was just like, I guess, I guess, I guess what we'll was use- it Fox on the Run, Mister? No, it was Mister Blue Sky? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was Mister Blue Sky. They just chose one that they were like, this has the same. BPM. Yeah, this one's kind of like dog shit. Um, and he also did three episodes, Justin Lin, of Community. He did Intro to cool. Stats, Interpretive Dance, and Modern Warfare. I don't know if you know those. I know you're a bit of a community I, I, I have a hard time with, like, episode titles with shows. But, like, I'm sure... I'm, I'm pretty sure Modern Warfare is a good episode. The other ones, I'm sure, are great, too. I just don't remember. So this movie has the practical stunt. This is my case for it being the best. And I'm not... Like, I know you're not debating me. But it has the practical stunts. It has the best team composition. Because mm. I think Letty at least in four is like fine in the early movie. She's like fine. The, I, I didn't feel myself missing Letty's presence, mm-hmm. but I felt like Letty not being here made there be some weird vibe between Vin and the rocks. Assistant. Oh yeah. He has a child with her. So that's, that's what was so confusing. Cause the, the, the scene where they meet Vin Diesel or I guess Dominic Toretto and uh, I don't know her name. I think it's Elsa or something. Elsa. The wait, what con- are they in Mexico? They're in Brazil. Brazil, the Brazilian. Brasilia. Cop. You know when he says that. But like when they first meet. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're in Rio. What am I stupid? <laughs> Sorry. Um, hey brother, it's up to you. But uh, like when they meet, I wrote down. I was like, why is there some like weird like. Why is Vin being so sensual and like weird right now? Because in uh, in eight we find out that they had a child, and that Charlize Theron's kidnapped the child, and then he, she fucking kills her. <laughs> the kid? No, the Elsa Padicki's Padicki. Oh, the cop. Chris Hemsworth's wife. That's Chris Hemsworth's wife. Goodness, there's so many. <laughs> this is like a cobweb, not even a spider web. This is a cobweb. <laughs> And oh, I wonder which Fast and Furious it was where it might have been this one actually, where you know that interview where he was like, I didn't know I was gonna be speaking to Beautiful today. Oh man, I think it might be this one because I think that woman was Brazilian. Not that they like don't talk to Brazilian people for the other ones, but like, I think that was this era of in where he's on top of the fucking world, baby. He's got Riddick movies coming out. Here's the thing: I wrote this down as well. Vin Diesel is both. 
the corniest worst part of these movies and this movie specifically mm-hmm. but also like the heart of the movie and what makes it work i think yeah for sure um another thing that like they just haven't figured out in especially the last two it's just the Paul Walker character thing. Because mm-hmm. Paul Walker's like, obviously he's not a great actor. But he's got a sure. specific charm. And, and he's got an everyman like kind of thing. He's kind of like the, the audience vessel. Yeah. Where like, you can relate to Paul Walker. Vin yeah. Diesel's not like, you know, he's just kind of a goober guy. <laughs> I but you can't to really relate so to mean. him. I guess maybe like, some dads could relate to Vin Diesel. But that's still. Can delusional. I say something mean? Sure, man. Pretty hard to relate to Gumby. Is he Gumby? What do you mean? I don't know. What does I that just mean, said that, man? I think mostly because like his body looks like it's made out of like play doh. <sighs> body shamer. Well, no, it's sorry. That's not what I. <laughs> I just mean like his skin is so smooth. He's smooth all around. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta shave that. And his like he's muscular, but it's like it's very a, like. It's like all of his muscles are just like balls. They're bulbous. You know I mean? He's a bulbous. Yeah, he's very rounded. Yeah. Like his muscles are very rounded. So like, I don't know. I kind of on the similar topics. Sorry, Vin Diesel, if you're listening. Didn't mean to body If he's you. listening, I just like, I'm fucked. Are you? Yeah. Why? Because I'm trying to make one. Oh, a Fast and Furious? Yeah. Okay. Calder loves you. I love your body. Nice. That'll, that'll get you in. That'll get you in good graces. Vin but Diesel, like, you can show up late on set. I really loved when uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock had a fighting scene. Because I just haven't really seen a fighting scene where both guys are just like slow, but like hard. <laughs> like yeah. they're all just like whoom, big like swings. Mm. And like the impact is like low. It took them three weeks to shoot that. Goodness No, gracious. it took them, sorry, it took them one week to shoot that. Um, was it? Hold on. I think it was actually three weeks, and they also had to make sure that the fights was the fight was fair. Yeah, it was like even. in terms of e- yeah, because neither of them want to ever lose in the movies. Yeah, man, um, ridiculous, man. But this is the best Fast and Furious at the Rock. Like this is the best Rock performance in a Fast and Furious. Oh, so, yeah, the Rock with a goatee is too powerful. <laughs> It's just too much. Like I can't I can't even look at him because I'm like, oh, that guy's going to like rip my eye out. I honestly think this is The Rock's peak. And it's only been downhill. Like he's done bigger projects and oh, been the leading like man. Oh, you mean like peak as far as like him being good in things, like not what necessarily his, him what succeeding. he does, yeah. Okay. This is his peak of what he does. Cuz like I I would argue that peak of The Rock is like Jumanji Central Intelligence, not mm. cuz Jumanji and Central Intelligence are his well, best Jumanji's movies. Pretty good. Oh, I like yeah. Jumanji. But like mostly because like that was the year he had like eight movies. Yeah, in terms of like career peak, mm-hmm. it's later, but this is like if you could put this rock in a lot of those movies, like the crappy ones, like San Andreas, and like, whatever. like this is the best use of the Rock. Mm. It's not Race him to being Witch Mountain, not him being uh, Black Adam. Yeah, I think does, does he have a goatee in the other Fast and Furious movies he's in? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, um, and is he is he not in the franchise at all anymore? No, he's done. Yeah, because him and Vin had a fight. And then he did his spinoff because Vin didn't want the, him to do a spinoff. And then he did a spinoff. And then that one kind of failed. 
And then, uh, yeah. Man. Well, because who's going like to see school. a movie called Hobbs and Shaw? I went to see it. Well, yeah, because you're a Fast and Furious fan. I was kind of like hoping Idris Elba would be interesting in it. Mm. But no. They also like... It kind of falls into the trap of... <sighs> you okay? <sighs> oh, God. Are you okay, bud? <sighs> You'd like having trouble in this episode. You're trying to get through it, but like... If we need to stop, we can stop. <sighs> oh, is that skunk back? I don't think there's been a skunk here. Who's that little one? Who's that little girl crawling around back there? <laughs> Who's that little skunk girl crawling around back there? <laughs> um, as far as the Rock thing, like, was it was it the Rock wanted a more prominent part and Vin didn't want that, or Vin was the Rock wanted that- it to be more about him and Vin didn't want it to be more about him? Okay. So like, the, like he wanted the the, the franchise. franchise to like focus on the rock. Probably, yeah. Okay, he wanted to be like the guy. Cause, cause, I disagree with that, Dwayne. Um, I, I honestly think this should have been the only one with the rock in it. I don't think he's like particularly good or additive to a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen him. Yeah. I mean, I guess I saw the next one, but I don't really remember. So this movie cost one hundred twenty-five million dollars. And it made $626 million. It was the seventh highest growing movie of this year. Grossing. Uh, What do you think uh, the first highest grossing movie of 2011 was? 2011. You like this franchise. And it's... Oh, I think I know. I'm going to go with Deathly Hallows Part 1. Part 2. Shit. Okay. Uh, what do you think the second highest grossing movie of this wasn't year it the, was? Wasn't it Fast Five? No, this is the seventh. Should... Seventh? Oh, yeah. I thought you said second. Yeah. Um, third, you're making me guess? Second. Or sorry, now you're guessing. I'm losing it. You're guessing the second highest grossing movie of 2011. There is a point to this. I'm not just doing this to Inception? Quizzy. No. I don't even know if that came yeah, I think out Inception was the year before. Okay. Uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon, which also has Tyrese in it. Now, here's a little factoid. Tyrese was shooting both of these movies at the same time, so he had to fly between Puerto Rico, where they filmed this, because they didn't actually film it in Rio, Okay. and Atlanta. I mean, <laughs> all you have to do is have a little shot of the big Jesus... And the people will believe it's Christ the Redeemer. Christ the Redeemer. There you go. I was forgetting what it was actually called. Big Jesus. Big Jesus works. You know. Uh, so this they saved eleven mil by shooting in. Uh, I hope it is Puerto Rico. I did write it down. I like to try and remember things, but then I have a bad memory and I'm stupid sometimes. That's okay. It is Puerto Rico. Everybody's they saved eleven million dollars. They brought twenty-seven million dollars into the economy in Puerto Rico oh, because damn. apparently there was like thirteen thousand extras. That they hire, like people they hired as extras. I mean, there's a lot of just random people in the movies. Yeah. I get, or, I but guess. that's like shocking. And there was like 250 technical advisors for all the stunts and shit. And then like everyone in the crew. Dude, it's and kind like, of baffling to me that someone can just be like, I want to make a movie where there's a bunch of fast cars, explosions, and we drag a safe through a bunch of buildings and cars and fucking fly <laughs> it around. And it's breaking shit. 
and and uh, we're sp- gonna spend a lot of money on this. And it's well, just like okay, <laughs> like, yeah, it's insane. Like it's not like anyone can just go do that. They made f- no, but like that. This is an industry. This, but but the fact that this is an industry, and well, like it's just wacky that that's e- like that that's something that humans can do and want to do and then go do and then enjoy but they don't want to do it anymore what make movies no make make them like this where they're practical well yeah 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 um so for that train scene they basically had to build a length of railway they had to build a railway to do it and when they were like they pulled all they like if you're doing this now, it kind of looks like Free Guy, where they're just kind of doing it all CGI. Yeah, it would be green screen 100. But they're yeah. like yanking these cars off the fucking thing, driving them off there. Oh, it looks really good. When they crashed yeah. the truck into the train, it almost derailed the train, which would have like absolutely fucked them. Yeah. Because they have to still keep <laughs> going down the rails. Yeah. Um, and there's like... This, this Blu-ray has like all-time special features like yeah special features the commentary tracks great there's a whole thing about the safes and like them trying to figure that out can i just be a uh, real quick nitpicky negative nancy real yeah quick? so i think the whole train sequence especially with the cars like flying off and mm-hmm. like skidding on the sand like it all looked really good or i don't think it was sand i think it was just dirt but like it looked really good. They were in like the desert or something. There was one scene, one shot where I noticed the CGI, mm. and that's when Vin is pulling his car off, mm. because you can tell that Vin Diesel himself is a, like a CG double. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you just see his like his face is just like default like <laughs> anger, like NPC video game yeah. face, and then his body kind of like moves. <laughs> Like gelatin. Anyway, I just the only other noticeable one for me was like when they like also in that scene when they go off the cliff because you see the way their body moves and it's like very. Like, oh sure, yeah. Eh. Which like just jump off, boys. Yeah, just do it for real. Uh, Smurfs two, or sorry, Smurfs one made like six hundred million dollars this year, in twenty eleven. Right behind The Hangover two and above Cars two. Yeah. This movie won uh, or was nominated for five Teen Choice Awards. Can I guess them? Yes, Did you of write course. them all down? Yeah. Okay. Best VFX. No, they don't do that. Either. Okay. See, here's the thing. I don't even know what Teen, teen Choice, Choice Awards is like. Actor, actress. Is it like stunts. Best Kiss or is that VMAs? That's VMAs. No VMAs for this movie. Okay. Surprisingly. I'm going to go with. At like best action star or something is yeah. that one? Like yes. that's what that yeah is that's one? one of them. Oh cool! But uh, you have to say who? Oh, uh, probably Vin. Multiple nominations. Oh, multiple nominations in that category. I'm gonna say Vin, Paul, Dwayne. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Are you counting that as one because it's one category, or is that that's three? Okay, there's that's two it. more. Are they both different categories? Yes. I'm going to say best director, maybe? No. I think one of these will really, really surprise you. Uh, Just go for the basic one. What could it be nominated for? Best movie. Yeah. And then one last one. Best writing. 
Best Actress, Jordana Brewster. The cop? No. Oh. That's Paul Walker's, like, the sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Who is very underserved <clears throat> in a lot of these movies, and since mm-hmm. Paul sadly passed, um, like, I guess in 2017, something like that, um, her character's gotten a lot, a little more play in the franchise. Okay. Because they were very much, like, tied together. Yeah. Because they were a couple in the movies and stuff like that. Um, But she's sort of, like, they've given her a little more to do by basically just saying Paul's watching the kids at home. Which is kind of sad, but, like, it's nice to imagine that... It's nice to imagine that That Brian's, like, at home just being like, oh, I'm taking care of the kids. Yeah. Um, But then they also have to be, like... Like, give a reason for her to want to risk her life, even though she's got a family at home. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't yeah. usually make much sense, but you're like, she doesn't deserve to not be in the movies because of that. I do think she's quite good in this yeah. movie. I think she's pretty good. I don't think, like, like her and Michelle Rodriguez, I think, were okay in the first one. Mm. But in after that, they're they're both pretty good. I just think Michelle Rodriguez's character gets better later on. Yeah. As she, like... She just gets more interesting. And they give her this, like, weird amnesia plot thing. Yeah. And you're kind of like, eh. Where she's, like, kind of the villain. Yeah. Yeah. As in Six, she, like, is the villain, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think Jordana Brewster's really good in this movie. Uh. So, what do you think about the fact that, and I kind of forget this part, that it's kind of like a pincer in terms of who's going after them. There's the cartel that's going after them and also the rock. Yeah, I think it works well to like keep ratcheting up the tension in the movie. Yeah, it does kind of. It's kind of nice not knowing where the next threat's gonna come from, mm-hmm. and then it also allows the Rock or Hobbs rather, <laughs> Luke Hobbs. It allows Luke Hobbs and Dominic Toretto to kind of like find some common ground mm-hmm. because the cartel is actually the bad guy. Yeah. Although, like, at least for the first bit, like, Hobbs really is a bad guy. Well, he's a cop, though, so you can do whatever you want. But, like, him literally just being like, I don't ask questions about any task I'm given. I just kill the people or, like, bring them in. He's the guy that hunts them down. But he, like, I don't know. It's just, like... As as Brian O'Connor says, if they want to find a guy, they they get Hobbs to do it. <laughs> Who was your favorite person on the team? I mean, it's hard not to pick Han, just because Sung Han, Kang is so you charismatic. You got better better luck tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's like pretty good. It's a little slow, but like is he's it supposed so to be the same character. Yeah, it's the exact. It's the same character. Okay, um, but he's great in that movie. I just like he. I wrote down that he's so charismatic, yeah. and he's so likable. No one's like figured out Sung Kang, at least that I've seen in a Dude, movie that's not Fast and Furious. I was so disappointed. He was announced to be in the Obi Wan Kenobi show, and then that show was horrible. The show was the definition of a six out of ten. But like his role in it, he played an Inquisitor, which I was excited about, like mm-hmm. an ex Jedi who was hired to kill Jedi. Yeah. Uh, in the Empire era. But, like, they just put some green face paint on him and gave him a voice modulator and a goofy costume. So it's like you could just literally put anyone in that suit. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell it was him most yeah. of the time. There's no point in um, it being Sun Kang. 
No, there's no. I'm glad he's getting the work. Oh yeah, I'm glad he's but getting like, paid. But like, if you're gonna this get guy some Kang, so get him much to better. do something cool. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like I guess the answer is Han. But I want I I kind of want to think of the others because like that seems way too easy. I can tell you who else is in it. There's Ludacris. There's well, no, Tyrese. I know who else is in it. Oh, you could still say it if you want, though. My bad. Tyrese, Paul Walker, Vin, Jordana Brewster, Gal Gadot. Then there's also Leo and Santos, the two Spanish guys. Yeah, I like those guys. I like those guys. He's like well, they always up, with I was the like, negativity. Wait, are they man. in the crew? I've yeah. never seen them in anything before. They're like fringe members. Okay. They like come in as like special when you need them kind of guys. Okay. Um, but I, I just love that <laughs> their dynamic where he's just like, "You're always so negative, man." Like, yeah, you got to come down. And the guy's like, "I'm not fucking negative. I'm just like." Well, he doesn't say fuck. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, don't yeah. say fuck because they can't say fuck in the movie. <laughs> Except Hobbs does once. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, I've got two rules. One, or no, I've got two things to say. One, I need so-and-so oh, as and my the, assistant. Yeah. And then it's like, what's the second thing? Stay the fuck out of my way. <laughs> and then does a big music drop, you know? Yeah. That's going to be good for editing. Yeah, that's going to be really I good. I forgot. I like the difference between the the big peak of you saying done and then you talking normal, which is about one-tenth of the size. I forgot. There we go. That's good. Is that better, brother? You, know, you can make me turn me my ass. I, I would probably say Tyrese. Tyrese is good. Yeah. What's his character's name? <sighs> wow. This guy's a fake fan. Hold on. Give me a second. Roman. Roman. Ludacris yeah. on the I'd say I'd say Tyrese is probably my second favorite after after Han. One thing I think like Vin it feels like he's still trying in this movie and it's sort of debatable in the other Fast and Furious whether he's trying or not and clearly it seems like he wasn't ready to try for Fast 10. Mm-hmm. Um but in this movie you can kind of tell he's still trying. Mm-hmm. And then I think along with that it also is helped by the fact that this movie is shot like a real movie. We kind of talked about this. Mm-hmm. Where like now it seems like they're lighting people for green screens. Mm-hmm. Like if you go watch the new Ant-Man, like everyone's like there's no interesting lighting in that movie. Yeah. And Regardless only... of how absolutely incredible the CGI is, if yeah. like that's what you're planning for and that's all you're doing, it's hard to find it real. Yeah. And the lighting's just like I guess we're trying to match the CGI, but like I don't know. There's a ton of problems with that movie. But this movie's like actually lit like a real movie. And I think the best scene to show off like Vin still kind of trying and this like dynamic lighting is when he's talking to Brian on the on the patio or yeah, the, porch, the, balcony, the balcony, balcony. And they're talking about their dads. Mm-hmm. And Vin's like, I remember everything about my father. I love the way he says that. He's like, I remember everything about my father. Uh, and like they're doing that where like they're actually lit in like a normal way and like it's like a real fucking movie they shot a big blockbuster like it's a real movie for once yeah they don't do that anymore my man stay up late to do homework with my sister and i don't remember anything about my dad homework for the next night how much you think vin made off this movie probably like too, salary probably too much i'm gonna guess and keep in mind, like this, I'm not counting the producer fees he gets. Sure. But Just he for also being an gets actor. producer fees, yeah. Okay. 10 mil, give or take 15. a couple mil. I was going to guess 12 mil, and then I was like, 
I feel I don't. It it always sucks guessing too high because then the person's <laughs> like, "Well, no, not that high." But, but I mean, kind of close. Then he made like if he makes one percent of box office, yeah, make like six million dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in negotiations, Vin's like, "I want more money," and they're like, "Vin, you're gonna get so much from the per- the." percentage of the movie yeah and he's like i want more <laughs> he's such an interesting character in hollywood because like mark sinclair aside from fast and furious everything else he's tried to do kind of has failed riddick chronicles of riddick yeah like the pitch black stuff which is chronicles of riddick xxx yeah um last witch hunter oh yeah he was in the pacifier or whatever guardians of the galaxy but he's like like i get that he's in that (laughs) i know but he's not right it's like when we're talking about animated movies giving people like getting like making people stars you could watch that and not know it's vin diesel sure right it's kind of like it's a little different with rocket because he has actual dialogue yeah but like no one's like oh bradley cooper in the guardians of the galaxy movies right no one's like Vin Diesel is Groot. I mean, I th- I do think that Bradley Cooper's like pretty darn good in those. He is, but you're, like, like when you watch it, you don't go, "Oh, that's Bradley Cooper." Like when you well, see that, Star that's Lord. why I think it's so good. Really? Yeah, I think I think that uh, Bradley Cooper as Rocket is like one of the better parts of Marvel in general, just because like it's Bradley Cooper, but oh, no yeah. one's like, "Hmm, let me think of uh, Marvel stars." No yeah. one says Bradley Cooper. Maybe some people say him like 38th when they're listening. No, names. I think he does a really good job at like actually playing Rocket. Yeah. Cuz um, like when I when I hear oh yeah, do you know who voices Groot? It's Vin Diesel. I go, that makes sense. <laughs> but I then like Groot. I hear that Bradley Cooper voices Rocket and I'm like, "Really? Yeah. Wow, that's really good." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, brother. I think Bradley Cooper's good in good in those movies uh anyway back on track mark sinclair vin diesel but i watched the first his first credit on imdb is a short film called multifacial where he wrote and directed it and starred in it and it's about a sort of like biracial or racially ambiguous guy which is vin diesel like i don't think anyone could tell me what his race is i would just guess like cuban or something he's apparently well, he says this in the um, the short film, but it's apparently he's like half black. Oh, okay. Which I, I don't think I would have guessed that. I would have guessed he was like some sort of Latino or something. Latin. Not like... I anyway, mean, we're getting in the weeds anyway. on Vin Diesel's race, but it's sure. a very like... Vin, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, please comment down below. <laughs> um, but the, that short film, he's really good in it. And it's like a really interesting take on the sort of dynamic of an actor auditioning for things when it's like mm. they're like having him play Spanish roles. His managers are like having him go for Spanish roles and roles for black guys, but like maybe he's not black enough to play the role like that happens in it, but he can't speak Spanish either, but like yeah. he can't really pass as a white guy. So like, what does he do? Yeah. And he's acts really well in it. And he's like been in say he was in Saving Private Ryan. He did like a Sydney Lament movie. He was in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I he's done like movie, so. he's done a lot of good work. 
but this is he kind of realized like this is the thing that's gonna make me money and make me a star in that short film he's talking about like you know marlon brando didn't do a colgate commercial you know the great actors don't yeah do these shitty roles yeah but like now he's kind of found himself in a shitty role for money because that's the trade-off that i guess you have to make these days is like am i gonna be an actor actor or am i gonna have a living yeah but like it's easy to kind of shit on him and be like ah he's just in the fucking fast and furious movies but he's like like that it's an empire that he built in a way yeah which is like something the rock hasn't been able to do for all of vin diesel's failures the rock doesn't have a franchise where he's the guy yeah and like a lot of other stars don't have a franchise where it's like they're the guy juanji but that like that's the rock and kevin hart right and it's also this is jumanji you start fast and furious it's just like what the fuck does that even mean the fast and the furious and he just like now it's one of the biggest franchises in the entire world yeah he's such a strange cringy and interesting Mm -hmm. figure in hollywood yeah um and i i think he's still like I don't know. Apparently there's another triple X coming out. Sure, man. I think he's trying to do some more Riddick movies. Sure. Go ahead, pal. But like, I don't know. I just do some more Facebook lives. I'm doing a live. It's like, he's so strange, man. Did you know they cross promoted this movie with car town, the Facebook game where you had cars and you could watch surprised. the trailer and buy tickets through Car Dude, Town. Dude, I, I, I remembered Car Town for the first time in years the other day because I got an ad for a phone game uh, that was basically just Farmville. And I was like, I remember playing Farmville on Facebook. And I was like, what other games? And I was like, Car Town, dude. I remember Car Town. Car Town's good, man. Uh, man, I hate, uh, yeah, whatever. I think Paul Walker is also interesting. I know, I don't know if you've seen a lot of his, like, non-Fast and Furious stuff. Yeah. But, like, it's also all kind of not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did, like, he did this movie called Joyride with Steve Zahn, who is, like, okay, but it's, like, a low-budget thriller movie. Uh, and then he did this movie called Brick Mansions in 2014, which is just fine. Okay. And then that's like all of his other movies, like Deep Blue Sea. I think he's in that with Jessica Alba. Yeah. Kind of failed. So like, I love Paul Walker, but he did not make a lot of other stuff yeah. for people to watch. I, I haven't really seen anything else that he's been in. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from these But, like, movies. none of it's really worth watching is the thing. Yeah. Like, a lot of it's just kind of schlock. <laughs> yeah. Schlock. Schlocky. Uh, let's get into questions, because we're kind of running late into the episode, and I'm just kind of reminiscing. Yeah. I mean, I, I figured most of this episode would be you, like, talking about the movie and me being like, eh, I guess. We should maybe... Should we talk about, like, the plot of the movie? I guess so. <laughs> um, so... Dom's been, ar- Dom's been arrested. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to try to sum yeah. it up? Dom's been arrested, but then he gets broken out by Paul Walker and... Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster. 
then all three of them become fugitives, mm-hmm. like highly wanted. Um, and then they're just running away, I guess, for a bit. Oh, yeah. And then the cartel, like, wants a specific car. Yeah. So they take the car and they... They do the train robbery. They do the train robbery. They take the car. Mm -hmm. They try to figure out what is in it that they want. And they find a microchip that has, like, shipping schedules. Cartel shipping schedules. For, like, tens of millions of dollars. Yep. They get a crew together because they're going to bust this uh, mofo... Uh, then well, the they're rock gonna is they're there. gonna steal all the money from the cartels. Yeah, because they shot. Well, actually, no, that's not true. They didn't. It's not because they shot some. But they're gonna steal all the money from the cartels. Yeah. Well, they they just want enough money to like get away, basically. Yeah. Um, and to go to a country that like doesn't what have extradition. Yeah, or? but all those countries that they named do extradite to the United States. Do they? Yes. Cool. Well, great to know. Um, <laughs> why Why would they say those countries then? Because, like, what are you going to say? Like, Russia? Pit Carnian Islands? They said Moscow. Hong Kong. Okay. Um, anyway. Then they then the Rock's also there. They, like, figure some shit out. They steal a big vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a little tricksy oopsie where they swap the vaults. Tricksy oopsie. Uh, they because they, they take get the caught, vault down, the but bridge. it's empty, and they actually have the full one. And they do some incredible stunts. You know when they cut the top off that car? Yeah, there was a real man in that car, a real driver. I mean, yeah, I saw car. him, and he had to like duck. It, it was like that's bad, dude. If you. I know no one has the Blu-ray, and I don't think there's any way to watch the special features, but if you can find the special features, and you're interested in how they made this movie, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. The special features are incredible. And the Justin Lin commentary on the movie, because it's just him that does it, so he's just kind of like, yeah, we like... we had, There was like a little ramp there, so they like had to hit the car on that ramp to make it flip, and then like when it hit the train, it like almost took it off, and like he's just describing everything. Yeah. It's great. It's almost like watching a whole different movie. I mean, kind of. Okay, can I can I quickly go just like blast through my notes and say anything I thought was significant? Um, but if you do say something wrong, I'm gonna scream. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, they literally could have murdered Dom by flipping the prison bus. The way they save him <laughs> is by making the prison bus he's on barrel roll 17 times. No, it's fine because they're strapped in. They're chained in. Even if they don't kill him, they might have killed a bunch oh, of random yeah. other but, people. But like, it doesn't matter if they kill the other people. Um, <laughs> I, I had one note that just said, this action is high octane, brother. <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah! Do you remember what that what that was at? Like the chase no. scenes or anything? The, I think the chase scenes are also really well done. Vin Diesel blocking a crowbar with like it's hand. nothing. Well, he's just like blocking it with his arms. He gets hit with a crowbar like eight times, and it makes a clang sound. Well, because they um they didn't have this in this movie, but in Fast and Furious Three Tokyo Drift, it's implied that he has gotten titanium forearms installed. Actually, no. <laughs> Okay. I like how you kind of believed it. Well, because it's just like, he gets hit with a crowbar like eight times and it just goes. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to pick up. I just hit myself in the head with a water bottle. We'll see. Um, just a couple more things. 
uh, Vin looks very goofy hanging by his wrists when the cartel <laughs> kidnap oh, him yeah, and Paul. Like, he's yeah. just hanging there like a like a bag of sand. Yeah, it's, it it's kind of funny. Oh yeah. Um, what do you think about the like street racing thing? Oh, I kind of like that scene where they're like trying to win, and then like Vin Diesel kind of lets Paul Walker win. Uh, well, I meant the one before, but I also do like that scene. You know, in that yeah. scene, how the one car has the lights flashing? Yeah. That was a malfunction, but they kept it in because it was Roman's car, and that's something Roman would do. What, like flash them? Yeah, yeah. like turn the lights on. That's kind of good. But you know the like street racing one where they go to the underpass, and they're like, ah, I want that blue Porsche, and they meet that guy? Oh, yeah, and they don't even show yeah. it. And then I kind of like that, that they don't show it. Yeah. I think that's good. Because it's like, oh, I don't know. This is a big risk, Dom. Oh, we got it. <laughs> and then it comes back when they go there to get protection from The Rock. Yeah. And they're like, this is Brasilia. This is my Vin Diesel voice. Sure. Or something like that. Mama Mama Brazil. Mama Brasilia. Yeah. Is that what he says? I think so. I don't know. Mama Brasilia. Sure. Um. Oh, yeah. When Vin Diesel, or sorry, when Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Is like, like has his convoy attacked by like RPGs with the cartel and of course, them. yeah. What a traumatic day for him. <laughs> he he saw like his whole crew die. Yeah, his entire crew of like eight people. And I liked his crew. I think his crew's like pretty good. Yeah, I kind of like them. Yeah, but they all die. He's like surrounded by fire and debris. <laughs> and he's being saved by the guy he's trying to kill. Or not and, kill, but kidnap. And Vin Diesel comes up to him with a shotgun. He thinks he's going to get his head blasted off. Yeah. And it's then like, he doesn't, though. What a traumatic day. Um, but that's, why you, that's how you join the family. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, on the note of the when they go back to the drag racing. Mm-hmm. Or not drag. Is it? Yeah, it's drag yeah, racing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, when they <laughs> go there and they're just like, I don't know. This is, this is Brazil. You can't really just get us here you're kind of mm. out man blah blah blah. and they're just like goofing on him the whole time yeah the rock is sweating oh yeah he's wet this he movie he's wet. wet in this movie he's he a wet boy in he this is movie. sopping wet yeah but that's like like we watched the tyrese house tour and he said the rock got the baby oil on this chair and it cost him 300 dollars. so true so true I watched um, the Tyrese House tour as like a second screen experience. Yeah, it was really good. Um, okay, two more things. Uh, or th- three more things is what I meant to say. Uh, most of the end of this film is just destruction porn. They're just destroying oh, things. Yeah. They cars, destroyed 200, over 200 cars. Wait, was it 200 or 2,000? Keep long, Keep going. Um. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, shit. What was I... Uh oh, oh yeah. What's uh so Paul Walker's girlfriend, wife, fiance, mm-hmm. she's on the radio and they like barrel the safe through a bank. And she's like smiling and she goes, Did you guys just take out a bank? <laughs> It's like you almost murdered many people. They literally had an inside it shot. It was an accident. Yeah, but they're like, these people are all sociopaths. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Hobbs, like when they finally get Reyes, mm-hmm. Reyes is like climbing out of his crashed car like, oh, uh, uh. Reyes is like the president of. No, he's a Colombian cartel leader okay i thought he was like a high position in the no he's not like a government i thought he was just corrupt or something but uh 
Regardless, Hobbs just does a double shot in his head. Let's go. While he's on the ground. Kill that man. And, he's, and then he says something like, ruin my fucking day or something. <laughs> like, I forget what he says, but he just says some line where he's like, he doesn't care. And it was just like kind of surprising that he job's just done. shot him. What if he and hit him with a job's done? Job's done. That would be really good. And last thing, my favorite line in the entire movie. Let's go. Uh, I'll just say the 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 whole like dialogue bit, ending with the fa- favorite line. Hobbs's introduction scene, and he uh, a guy comes up and says, "I've got good news and bad news," mm-hmm. and Hobbs says. Uh, it's always nice to start with dessert, and then the guy gives him the good news, and he's like, "What does he say?" I wrote it. I wrote it down specifically. Give me the damn veggies. <laughs> you like that? You like when he says that? It just like threw me off because he was being so cool and like, <laughs> but his dialogue's like not cool. And he's like, "Give me the damn veggies." What are you talking about? Anyway, so that's definitely one that I'm gonna be using soon. <sighs> Calder's doing the bit that there's a skunk, but this time he farted. He didn't put the mic up to it, but he farted towards me, and now he's acting like he's dying again. Um, So I'm just, I just think, give me the damn veggies is a hilarious line, and I'm going to start using it in real life. If anyone gave you the damn veggies, you'd be shitting your pants. (laughs) Do you like Vin Diesel? No. Really? I mean, like... I'm trying to think of a good comparison. I like him like I like... Ryan Reynolds? No. More or less than Ryan Reynolds? Less. You like him less than Ryan Reynolds? Probably. I feel like I'm making Ryan Reynolds sound like a demon. I like Ryan Reynolds. I don't like Ryan Reynolds acting in a lot of movies. I don't like his recent kind of movie. Vin Diesel to me just seems like... Um like uh just a goof but like not like uh what a goofy guy but like man this guy is a goof <laughs> okay interesting i don't i, I don't want to be too rude i don't want to blast anyone on here but like but he's got a bit of boomer energy to him yeah and he'll say things that are very uncomfortable like when he's like i didn't know i was talking to gorgeous to, to beautiful you're the love of my life he's got a wife and four kids you know what i think it is i, I, I he he strikes me as someone who, like, as a kid, didn't quite develop, like, the social uh, intelligence. And, like, I don't know if social intelligence is right. But, like... Emotional intelligence? Well, I mean social. Like, he doesn't pick up on social cues. Social skills. Yeah, social skills, he doesn't really have them. But, like, before he was able to learn those, he, like, (laughs) became really, like, rich and successful. Yeah. And now doesn't really need to learn those because he's just got an interesting like way about how he exists yeah he's got a vibe for sure which is at some points uncomfortable and at some points just kind of silly and funny yeah i i do think i think he airs to the side of silly and funny most of the time when he's not like maybe kind of harassing people interviewing him yeah (laughs) yeah um i think we should i should mention that uh the South American reviewers did not like this depiction of Rio de Janeiro as a sort of drug-filled, okay. hot woman-filled, crime-ridden city. Yeah. Um, just to put that out there, because I feel like there should be some sort of contrary points or mention that, like, 
depiction of Brazil in this movie is not great. Yeah. But, like, they didn't shoot it in Brazil, so they can do whatever the hell they well, yeah, want. Yeah, they literally, <laughs> like, walk down a street and immediately, like, 12 guys pop out with AKs. Hey, that's like, what happened. You're in the is favelas. Is that really what's happening? Just, like... I know Brazil's, like, generally dangerous. Because there's just a lot of, like, poverty. Sure. But, like... I'm not sure if it's quite like this. I don't think it's, it's like you walk down the street this. and like a bunch of people come out with AKs. Yeah. But it's probably like if you're a tourist and people can tell that you're a rich American tourist, you might get jumped by a couple guys. Yeah. Like that seems more along like that seems more reasonable. And it's like if you go flashing your cash around, you Yeah, might get, and you like to flash that cash. And you like to flash that ass. I haven't held cash for years. I recently held cash because I, uh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> what? What role would you want on the team? Like I what killed job? Someone. Yeah. You'd kill someone? No. Um, I don't know. I feel like, not that I, I have the skills to do this, but I just of think it would be not. a fun job. Who's, what skills do you have of the people on this team? Who was expecting you to have any of the skills um, on the team? Sex appeal. So you're replacing Gal Gadot, probably. I like, don't think like that the guy scene would, where I she like strips into her bikini ass. to get the the, the handprint. The, the handprint. Like I think I could do that, um, but I that's don't. not what I would choose. Okay. I think what I would choose is like I think ludicrous being like the car guy, the guy who like tunes up the cars the or like guy. fixes the cars and yeah. like knows. Yeah, I think he's the. I feel like I'm the Tyrese. Or I'd want to be, at least. Sure. Maybe I'm a little closer to, like, Vin or Paul Walker, because, like... Leader. Like, I'm the main character. Yeah. You're a little NPC. Yeah. Well, and I'm not an NPC. I'm a side character, though. No. So where are we ranking this? Oh, wait. Adam We're not Driver. there yet. Okay. Not even there yet. Does this make you interested in the other Fast and Furious movies? I mean, like, they're movies that, like, I'll watch, but, like, I'm not going to go out of my way. That's okay. just the truth. Uh, is this The Rock's best performance that you've seen? Um, honestly, maybe. I don't know, man. I think this is one of his better ones. There's, uh, I think he's pretty good in Jumanji, the first one. Yeah, that's the only one I was really debating. Like, it's not like he's acting like a kid very well well because like, for a sec i was like because he's acting like a completely different type of character mm -hmm. but like him and kevin hart are both kind of just doing themselves themselves yeah um jack black is uh, even because even karen gillen is just kind of being like slightly awkward yeah but it's mostly just jack black who's actually playing a different kind of character i haven't yeah. seen the second jumanji apparently the rock does a little bit more in that well because he's like I don't know if he's Danny DeVito or Danny Glover. I think he's Danny DeVito. Yeah. The second one's fine. I saw that in theaters for some fucking reason. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite wrestler turned actor? And I'll give you a couple options that I thought of. Can I can I pop some off? Sure, I'll give you my options. Just because you wrote some down, right? Yeah. So I want to see if I can guess them. Oh, okay. The Rock. Of course. Dave Bautista. Yeah. Um, John Cena. Yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah, that's kind of it. There's like Hulk Hogan made some movies, but like... Has Roman Reigns done anything? He was in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, really? Like one of The Rock's brothers or something. Okay, interesting. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. He was in They Live. He's pretty good in They Live. The John Carpenter movie. 
Uh, I think the best actor is probably Batista. Yeah. I also, like, I think I just like him out of the other guys as well. I think John Cena's good sometimes. I think I think Dave Batista is the best dramatic actor, but I think, like... I think John Cena's probably the best at comedy. Yeah. And but Dave the... Batista's pretty good at the comedy stuff as well. Yeah. But he, I guess he plays it a little differently. Um... I think The Rock is probably just... Like I'll be the honest, Rock, the only reason I'm, like, slightly hesitant to say Dave Batista is because we recently watched Stuber. Yeah, but that's just also a bad movie. Like, he's good in Knives Out, or Glass yeah. Onion, or whatever. Um, I think The Rock has just, like, kind of become too much of a thing. Yeah, He's too I know much exactly. of, like... He... Because he, I remember kind of having this epiphany where I was like, I kind of, like, really like The Rock. Yeah. He's not a great actor, but he seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of just really like him. And then, like, within the next five years, I saw him just, like, explode mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, I don't really like... Like, he's too he's too, he's too, too big. Yeah. Like, he's the rock. He's too famous. He's become too yeah. ubiquitous. Where it's like, you're not hiring him to be in your movie because you think he's the best actor for the job. You're hiring him because he's the rock. Yeah, he was kind of became like a Schwarzenegger kind of yeah presence, like one of those '80s action heroes. But he's just not as good. No, and the movies he chooses aren't as good. Well, that's the main thing is he's also just been in so many stinkers. Yeah, I'd love to see him do something different than just like boring guy in boring action movie. Yeah, like San Andreas, and like that's why I want to see Central Intelligence. But even that's like. An action comedy. Central Intelligence is like fine, um, but like San Andreas, San Andreas Rampage. Yeah, there's like six a skyscraper. Like that's all the same fucking movie. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe he'll come back after his Black Adam sort of tailspin. But uh, what would you do with the eleven mil you got from the heist? Uh. Probably, like, get a better apartment. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, get a really nice PC. Uh, so you've spent, uh, let's say, maybe a million on the apartment? Honestly, actually, I'd probably use a lot of the money to, like, invest in, like, getting a good set, like, a good work setup. What's that going to cost you? Like, $10,000? You want me to say every um, every dollar of a million no, I mean, dollars? Like, do something fun. Okay. Um, like what kind of apartment? You said get a better apartment. Are you just renting one that's like three thousand dollars a month instead of like whatever? Fine. I'd, I'd I'd get like a nice Toronto apartment or something. There you go. There's like a million. And then I'd, I'd and get pump 10... in a couple other millions so that I can have, like, a secret room behind a bookshelf or something. <laughs> I think we're going. Where there's, like, a theater and, like, a bunch of, like, every gaming system that exists. Yeah, gizmos and gizgots. Gal, G- Gal Gizgot. Is she good in this movie? You know they don't say her character's name once. Really? In the entire movie. Interesting. They don't say Giselle. Can I say a hot take that's not a hot take at all? Yeah, sure. Not only do I not think she's that great in this movie, I don't know if I've seen Gal Gadot in anything where I was blown away. Um, yeah. Red Notice. 
You'd like Red Notice. I haven't seen Red Notice, and you've told me I wouldn't like Red Notice. But it's got The Rock in it as well. And Ryan Reynolds. Do you want to know the twist of Red Notice? What? The Rock and Gal Gadot are married. The whole time? Yes. Like the twist at the end is that they've been married the whole time? They're working together. Interesting. Uh... What? Why has franchise entertainment basically fallen off since this? Franchise entertainment? Just in general. Like with the Marvel stuff, the Marvel stuff, I guess, was still getting... The Marvel stuff was still going up. DC stuff was still going up. And in the last, like, five years, kind of since 2018-ish... Sure. It's all just kind of been going downhill. You know what I think it is? I think... The MCU succeeded, uh-huh. and I think both Disney with the MCU and then also their other properties like Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, but also other companies like Warner Brothers, Paramount, whatever, mm-hmm. literally whatever. Like with DC. And- yeah. I think all of them just went, man, the MCU is so successful. They're pumping out so much content. Mm-hmm. We got to have some big ass franchise where we're just shoving shit out because mm-hmm. people are going to watch it. And that's why like Star Wars had way too many movies in so such short a span and then so many shows and why Marvel is so oversaturated and like nobody really gives a shit anymore. His like, man's made like it made like 30 million dollars or supposed to make 30 million dollars this weekend yikes came out last weekend yeah rough i just don't think anyone cares anymore it's just like it's the same thing with the disney remakes yeah it's like no one's asking for these you're just betting on people giving you money being bored enough to give you money yeah it's like with the netflix doing the password sharing thing and how like, I saw an article that was like, business insiders say that other streaming services are going to follow suit. It's like, then we're not going to watch anymore, dumbasses. Yeah. It's like, we don't we don't owe you any of our time or any of our money just because we liked a movie or two that you made before. Yeah. And it's just frustrating that it's like, well, we can kind of do whatever and put as little effort as we want because people are going to see it anyway. Yeah. And the sucky part is is that, like, there is some truth to that. Like, they could make the most dog shit Fast and Furious movie. I'd still probably go see it. Yeah. Opening weekend. Still... <coughs> Excuse me. But, like, but you're also a fan of the franchise. Yeah. Even fan, not, like, massive fans of the franchise. It makes hundreds of millions of dollars overseas. Yeah. It makes a lot of money in China. Yeah. But the, only, like, the last one was only profitable because it made a bunch of money in China. Yeah. And I think it's reached this point where, like, it's not that we need more movies that are high, high budget. But, like, I look at Dune. Mm-hmm. I look at Avatar The Way of Water, which apparently less people liked than I initially thought. But, yeah. but like, I look at those two movies and I'm like, I'm way more interested in seeing what's next in, in those franchises yeah. than I am in the MCU, DC, even Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Star Wars boy. That's what I am. Yeah, but Star Wars has kind of fallen off. Yeah. Like Andor, I guess, was great. The one I haven't watched it, but everyone has said it's sure. like one of the best Star Wars things. Yeah, but it's like So now they've got like two good movies in a show. Well the 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 pro this is the problem. They didn't care about Andor really. Because mm-hmm. it was a side character from one of the movies. No one really knows who he is, really. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, a s- big fan. So they didn't really care about that. 
So they just like were like, okay, do whatever. But they you still want. got Tony Gilroy to do it. Sure, but like, I th- it's also because I think he wanted to do mm. it. Um, and it's really good. Yeah. But then stuff like the Obi Wan like, show. Who the fuck made the Obi Wan show? Uh, Deborah Chow, who did some of the Mandalorian episodes. Okay. Um, but like, it's more that like they didn't give Obi Wan the budget or. Mm-hmm. Like, they gave it a lot of press. But, yeah. Like, they didn't give it the budget. They didn't give it the production. They sp- filmed basically the entire thing on the volume. Mm-hmm. Which, like, the volume is a great bit of technology. But, like, when eh. you only do it on the volume, it do- it, it you just lack this... There's like, no connection depth. to, like, the movie. Yeah. To the real world. They did that with Quantumania, too. It was all in the volume. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like... Th- they use the volume for some of the last of us, mm-hmm. but it's maybe like it's not two the or whole three thing. shots per episode. Yeah, like basically everything else is real. Or they'll like build the set in the volume so that there's actually real world yeah. shit, and then just be like the background is yeah CGI or like volume exactly. Yeah. But it's just this thing of like okay, <clears throat> the Obi Wan can I know I'm kind of going on a tangent. No, that's okay. But like the Obi Wan Kenobi show should have been one of the biggest focuses of Disney era Star Wars. Yeah. Because that's literally tying the two George Lucas trilogies together yeah. by highlighting two of the main characters. Mm-hmm. But they just like put in like six and a half, seven out of ten effort. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. It's just so frustrating that. I think they were just like, well, it's called Obi-Wan Kenobi. People have been asking for it. We got mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back. People are going to watch it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, people watched it. But now people are like not really interested because they're like, oh, things are kind of shit now. And like Mandalorian season three is kind of coming out soon. Yeah. I think. And I hope it's good. I don't care about it, though, because I know that they put two... Like, there's two Mandalorian episodes in the Book of Boba Fett, so now I have to yeah. watch the Book of Boba Fett. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. To see that Grogu and Mando are reunited? Like, why would they do that in a separate show? Oh, he's standing up. He's readjusting. Yeah. My biggest criticism of, like, MCU stuff is that, like, you can't watch one thing without having watched so many other things because they tie in. Like, even Guardians of the Galaxy. I hope that the third one is good because it would be nice for that to just be, like, a good trilogy. Yeah. But, like... There's something in the Christmas special that I think is going to be important. Yeah, it's it's things like there's something in the cr- Disney Plus Christmas special that will be relevant to the third one, yeah. but also in between the second and third one was the entirety of Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. So they have to address that. So it's like, yeah. I can't just watch that trilogy without the other context now. Yeah. But like the, the same thing happened in Star Wars now where like... Uh, you can't just watch Mando. You have to watch Book of Boba Fett too. Yeah, no yeah. one wants to watch Book of Boba Fett. It was like an okay show, but like mm-hmm. even if it was really good, The Mandalorian is like the most successful thing that Disney's done with Star Wars. Um. Yeah, and then they just kind of like put it, some shit into this other show so people would watch the other show. And it's not even like just some random shit. It's like it's like important plot yeah. points. Yeah. Anyway, this is just, so your initial thing you brought up was like, why are franchises kind of like falling apart? Mm -hmm. And I just think it's because it got to the point where everyone was just watching everything Mm -hmm. 
So then studios were like, I guess we don't really have to try. Yeah. But now everything's just bad and people are like, well, I don't really want to watch and it. It then. seems like they're kind of like they are doing it to themselves, the studios. Yeah. But the audience is going to be fucking blamed for it. Yeah. Even though like we're just getting shit on like with the Netflix password sharing thing, like that's going to be blamed as like users are leaving the platform. But it's like, no, Netflix is not is increasing the price every year it's like 20 bucks a month to have netflix now it's the whole thing all of this kind of boils down to like every company every studio every whatever they're just doing things for their investors yeah like they just need to make their investors happy and for most contexts whether it be a business a Mm. production studio whatever like all the investors care about is increasing profits not maintaining profits increasing and hoping their stock is still high because like yeah logically if you literally just think about the model the business model of streaming a first year business student could tell you that that is stupid and it's not going to work yeah if your thing is we're gonna put like for netflix yeah we're gonna put 200 million dollars into the gray man and give it to people for Essentially free because people yeah. have been, had have been paying for Netflix subscriptions for years. Yeah, how are you going to make that money back in any significant way? Like but that's truly, the, thing. the business plan is that you make Netflix a necessity in everyone's home, mm-hmm. and then you bump up the prices like crazy, and people are like, "Oh, I but guess even we then have they're not to. making fucking money, man." Like, it's dumb. It's been a bad business model since it started. Yeah. And they're just, like, admitting it now. Because, like, Disney Plus is not making any money. Yeah. Netflix doesn't make any money. These things don't make any fucking money. I am... I am, So, I've been using my mom's Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, She's probably going to cancel it because they don't really use Netflix very much. Yeah. I'm not going to buy... I'm not going to pay not, for my own personal Netflix. Yeah. Like... Next, Netflix is just going to disappear soon for me if they mm-hmm. keep this password sharing thing. And then if other streaming services introduce it, I'm also going to stop those. Yeah, like, how, how are you supposed to afford all this shit? You're not. It's literally going back. Like, it's, streaming services became popular because people didn't want cable anymore. Yeah. Because it was too expensive. And now it's become just as bad, if not worse, than cable was. But it's worse than cable also because, like, at least with cable, you get, like, a hundred channels. Yeah. With this, you get like 50 good movies and then a bunch of dog shit. Yeah. Like, truly. That's what a lot of these streaming services are is like 50 good movies and then a bunch of back catalog bullshit. And here's the thing I'm, I, I, this isn't directed at anyone. This is just knowing like I've had this thought and then thought it through and came to this conclusion. I'm sure that there are other people having this thought. Because mm-hmm. I think there's some people that are like, well, I don't want to cancel my Netflix. Like, how am I going to watch The Office? Yeah. How am I going to watch Breaking Bad? How am I going to watch all these shows I love? Mm-hmm. It will cost you less. If you genuinely love The Office and use Netflix to, to watch The Office, Office on DVDs. end on end. literally, Yeah, literally just bu- get The Office on disc. Yeah. Or, or just or download it on like iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just fucking pirate it. Truly. Like. Sail the Seven Seas. I. And, I. I. I so please oh please hope that people don't cave in to these streaming services and pay way too much Mm -hmm. like please just cancel it and find other avenues 
Mm-hmm. We survived before. We can survive after. The it's shows like, aren't even that fucking good either. And if they are, they still cancel them. There's Stranger Things on Netflix. What else are you like? Ah, got a. I can't wait for that to come. It's like out. an exclusive. To yeah, the like what else? What else do you watch where you're like, oh wait, that's coming out on Netflix? On Netflix, nothing. The only the only streaming service that has exclusive stuff. That you care about. That I care about is Disney Plus. And that's just because they have Star Star, Wars. Like, that's truly it. So I just kind of, like... I feel like there's got to be a... And this one's gotten much longer. Yeah. Most... I mean, the the tail end of this has just been us talking about... There's got to be, like, a reclamation where... In business, there's only two ways to make money. I heard this saying. You either bundle things together or unbundle them. We've been unbundled. Everything's been unbundled. Yeah. Now we're going to have to bundle up again, start paying for like a $60 thing a month for these streaming services and shit. They're going to yeah. get all tied up into one. And it'll like probably have an interface literally like cable TV where you I can mean, flip through the channels and shit's just playing. Because another thing that I kind of miss is just being able to drop into a movie. You can't just drop into a movie these days. You have to like what, like in the middle. It. Yeah, like on cable. I where have it's no like, interest in that, personally. Well, but you're like, a bit of a freak. But like, if you've seen a movie and you're like, oh, we're like halfway through Fast Five. I get I'll that. watch the chase scene. I'll- I have had it where I was like visiting my parents and I turned on the TV and I was like, oh, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Like, it's not going to happen every day. Sure. But it's nice to have that option when you're just like lazy and you're like, I don't want to watch The Office the ninth time. I also just like, I don't miss like watching shows live as they're like being aired for the first time like there is something fun about that but like the big problem i have with netflix specifically is almost all of their shows they just dump yeah there's no like excitement to when a show is coming out it's they've just genuinely fumbled it so hard Mm -hmm. because like when you dump a whole season people talk about it for a couple days maybe a week and then it's done yeah they they kind of learned with the stranger things they didn't learn with the stranger things they just dumped it twice yeah. Like, I, they don't get any credit for that from no. me. But, like, that's why, why I do commend Disney Plus and some other streaming platforms for, like, when you release something Doing every weekly. week, yeah. then, like, people talk about it consistently, get excited about it. It's easier to become a fan of something mm-hmm. when it's prolonged. And it, you can talk about the episode, the new episode with people. If you... You're talking about a show that's just dumped. You have to be like, uh, wait, so what episode are you on? Or like, have you watched the whole thing? Because then we yeah. can talk after you've watched the whole thing. Yeah. But if we don't talk after you've watched the whole thing, I'm probably going to spoil something for yeah. you. Yeah. But like when it's something like The Last of Us as well is is weekly. Yeah. Where it's a new episode every Cause week. Because HBO. Yeah. So when I'm talking to people about that, I can just be like, see the most recent episode? Instead of being like, oh, I'm on the episode where... Because uh, you don't even remember I, the episodes uh, when it's a binge. Yeah. You don't remember like... What well, yeah, I, I can't on. even differentiate the seasons of Stranger Things. And you haven't seen the last two of Stranger Things season no. four? Which isn't like, I'm not trying to call you up, but if it sure. was weekly, you'd probably have watched those by oh, now. Oh, yeah, probably. But you're just kind of like, ah, it was just they're like, each two and a fucking half hours. I started, hours. and then I was in the Stranger Things zone, so I watched like eight episodes at once. And, and then, then I was like, kind of Stranger Things out. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, man, we just like... In the title, we we're going to have to put Fast Hollywood. Five and then in brackets, and the movie industry. Sure, man. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Ooh. 
I think he could play that the guy they go to visit in Brazil the first time who has the child. You know that guy? No. When they're Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster drive up and he's like, They're with me, they're with me. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like Luke or whatever, Sean. I don't know what Shane? Shane, sure. Oh, him? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he could play that guy. Yeah. I think he could play. <sighs> I feel like he could do a bit of an interesting Han. I was going to say he could do a Han. Maybe he it's could, just the hair, but. He could also just easily probably be Paul Walker because he's got a bit of. Actually, he might not be charming and goofy enough for that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if. I wouldn't call Paul Walker's character goofy. No, I mean. He's not goofy, but he is a goofy actor. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a, this is a weird one to place Adam Driver in. There's I think really... maybe it's Han. Yeah, maybe The Rock. Could maybe he play Luke Hobbs. Maybe he's just a guy on Hobbs' team. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he plays the Gal Gadot. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see him do the bikini scene. Yeah, me too, man. I don't know. This is a weird one for Adam Driver. I think let's just say Han. Yeah, Han or someone on Hobbs' team. Sure. Uh, see, a, he might give, do a good Hobbs. Yeah. Like, he's a pretty big guy. Give me the damn veggies. Wait. <laughs> Every day I wake up and I want you to give me the veggies. <laughs> Is that good? That's good, yeah, okay. man. Wait, rate that as a catchphrase. <sighs> Every day I wake up in the morning and I want you to give me the veggies. That's a seven, I think. Really? Yeah. Thanks, thanks, man. I mean, I didn't really come up with it. What about this catchphrase? Said like that every time? Yeah, I'll use it in a sentence. Sure. We gather here today for my mom's funeral. She was a beautiful woman. And a wonderful and kind lady. But now we must bury her with the worms. Just dump her body, no casket, right into that hole. Goodbye, mother. See you on another plane of existence. We're entering that zone where I feel like I'm going to let out a really loud wheeze that I'm going to have to lower the gain on later. I'm just losing it all of a sudden. Yeah, Just something about that whole weird Raid bit. Rate the cat for it. Cat phrase? Get the cat phrase. Um. Oof. <laughs> he's licking in the back of his hands? No, oh really. my. Wait. Let me try and do oh, a cat Oh, he's cleaning purr. himself oh. with his tongue. That was me trying to do a cat purr. You sound like a little goblin. <laughs> um, rate. Oh, no. That one. Honestly. Adam, stop licking eight. your ass. Eight. eight. Do, 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 I just do, think do, that's do, very. Do, do, here's the thing. I think your example, your sentence example, was really bad. Are you ready for this? But I think that that catchphrase could be used in many contexts. So get funky with it. Where are we ranking this one? That's a great question. I I did actually. This is the first time I kind of looked at the list beforehand and was like, where would I put this? I want to hear what you have to say. If I were to choose, and you want my honest opinion... I'd like you to lie to me and then tell me your honest opinion. Okay, I'll lie to you. Number one. Okay, time for the, the truth. Um, <laughs> He's upset. Oh, man. You're going to hate this. 
We'll figure it out, though. I promise you we'll figure it out. My gut is to put it at 12 under the Batman. Are you smoking crack? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the Batman. Okay, actually, my, my first... I just... First, I was like, I like the Batman. My first instinct was to put it at 10 below turning right. Honestly, I think it's... I'd put it above John Wick. I think it's a better action movie than John Wick. Okay. I disagree. You do? I'd rather watch John Wick than uh, this movie. I think this is like... um, What's the word? This is like very extravagant, like ma- massive blockbuster, scale. Yeah. Block- blockbuster is the word I was looking for. Like blockbuster action. Whereas John Wick is very like choreography action. Yeah. Which I think I just generally enjoy a bit more. So what if we just put it above Turning Red, below John Wick, below John Wick above Turning Red? I'm fine. Number eight, nine, nine. Um, actually, let me let me just see how that looks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I'm okay. With fast that. five, baby. Man, I can't spell the word fast with one finger right now. All right, fast well, five. That means fast five is at nine, below John Wick above Turning Red. I, I'm okay with that. If you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I. Ideally, like where where would you have put it if you, you I had no input? Probably above Kimmy. Above Kimmy. Below at, Scream at, at number six. six. Yeah. Okay, so it's it, it's pretty close. I yeah. was afraid that you wanted to put it at like three, no. and I was just ruining your day. No, I think it's like. I understand that. I know it's not the best movie. I sure. think it's an incredible action movie, but there are like character things where you're like, eh. Sure. A lot of every, a lot of people are just like prototypical characters. They're like uh, angry cop, uh, yeah. angry leader. I just like when I'm thinking because the the true debate is between John Wick and Fast Five for me. Yeah, and I just think I am more invested in John Wick mm-hmm. wanting to avenge his wife and dog than I am in. Vin Diesel talking about family. You know what I mean? And I think it's like that John Wick stands a lot better as like a movie. Sure. To get that investment for Fast Five, you've got to watch the four before kind of so you understand where all these characters are coming from. Yeah. Like Tyrese and Ludacris are from Fast 2. Han's from Tokyo Drift. Um, I think Giselle was in four. Um but she was like kind of a villain-ish character in four. So this is like, kind of like the Avengers of the Fast Five yeah, universe. It kind of like collects them all. Okay, and then that's how you understand if, it. If you really like, want, I actually like thinking about it now. Would be willing to put Fast Five above John Wick, um, if like you truly, truly believe that. Um, just because, like, I think John Wick stands. If we're ranking movies. The movie, not the franchise or anything around sure. it. I think John Wick is a little bit above. Okay, then I'm okay with that. Um, but I think Fast Five in the culmination, like in the whole project of the Fast and Furious, is a really great. Like you movie. think the Fast, you think Fast and Furious is a better franchise than John Wick is right now. John Wick's a little early, and I guess. But. What would you say is the best John Wick? I like the first one. A lot of people say the second. The third kind of dropped off for me. I'm hoping they get me back with the fourth coming out the day after my birthday. Cool. Maybe we'll go. Well, no, you won't. Oh, yeah. I made plans. Bye. Gonna kill myself. Okay. So that means Fast Five at number nine. 
below John Wick above turning red. Um, Yeah, you want to wrap it up? We've had some laughs. We've had some flaps. And we've really had a good time. Thanks for listening. Go hit me up on Mastodon. My username is Fast5StayingAlive. Welcome back to the party, baby. We're going um, on it, and we're getting a parade ready, man. Let's go. Party up, party down, all the way around town. Don't forget. Next week is The Big Lebowski. My recording's done, man. There was a boy one time ago that found a way to eat the snow, to eat the snow, to eat the snow. He found a way to eat the snow. He made some food, he cooked it hot. He made the snow a little pot. He made the snow edible. His name was Santa Claus. Santa Claus, 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 Sant